Ladies and gentlemen, do we have a blockbuster four-hour episode for you tonight? <laughs> because it is day 15 of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Thank you very much. That was the episode. My name is Brace. I'm not even here. My name is Liz. And producer by Young Chomsky. Just kidding. It's the start of the episode. Uh, but I'll be real with you listeners. There's not a lot. Nothing happened. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Nothing happened today. Well, you- something happened today. What happened? What happened today was the jury was in a little room deliberating until their scheduled lunch at noon, and then they mm-hmm. came back. And then at about 4 o'clock, it make, became clear that they would not be uh, returning with a verdict. And rather than uh, coming and working or juroring, juroring, deliberating tomorrow, Thursday, as Judge Allison Nathan suggested they said no we want to enjoy the the long weekend with our families we shall be returning on monday to the shock and awe of many a commentariat i gotta say i I gotta be real with you when they announced that they weren't coming in tomorrow a lot of smiling faces yeah especially on the defense team i'm sure (laughs) Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about just people who was like who were, thought this would be over by today and had made plans to go out of town. Mm. Were now yeah, glad yeah, they yeah. didn't have to cancel this. But so I will say what Liz said is correct. That is literally what happened today. The only other thing is they did ask for um they passed a note late in the day asking for the following testimonies. Jane, and I think they wanted that in a binder because uh, Jane's testimony they asked for that yesterday. They wanted that in a binder because I think they were handed, they ran out of binders and handed that to them. Maybe Well, you know who's got some binders to spare? Mm -hmm. Damn, Mitt Romney. Jeffrey Epstein, come on, it's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my Uh, God. What podcast are we on? Juan and Kate. Kate. So they finally asked for Kate's testimony. Interesting. Let me tell you, there was a lot of people who were reading the tea leaves Pouring over the entrails of skunks mm. and other animals that we've been poaching for food. There are several people who were reciting what sounded almost like a pagan prayers with their eyes rolled back in their heads, covered in daubed in, in paint and their hair dreadlocked and matted, trying to figure out what any of this meant in terms of acquittal, of how long it would take. And here's the deal. Nobody fucking knows. I heard that... Um... I heard that the defense team was very excited by this news. So, yes. that Well, the defense team. So there's rumors. Old Klasfeld, and this is actually something that, as far as I can tell, only Klasfeld saw, although I have no reason to, to disbelieve him. But, uh, but court reporter, what's his name, Adam Klasfeld, mm-hmm. tweeted that he saw- With the, a new Polaroid picture, I know. by the way. I'm, 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 I'm got a, he's got a couple new followers, I think. Yeah, so. he's got a nice little, I like that photo. Apparently it was some guy hanging around the courthouse was taking Polaroids. This is like his whole thing. And I'm like, hey, why don't you take Polaroid of us? I didn't see this guy. So they, uh, he says he saw people on the defense team high five, mm. which is, 
I got to be real with you. If you're somebody who wants to see Ghislaine Maxwell go to prison for the rest of her life, her defense team high-fiving, not a great sign. Also, but I will say, of any defense team that seems like one that would high-five, it's it's these dorks. They yeah. absolutely seem like high-fivers. Definite high-fivers. I got to be honest with you, folks. Yesterday and today, really mostly today, the prosecution were slumped in the chairs. They, but I'm not saying that they seem oh, depressed, but they seem okay, very Okay, wait, brace tired. body language expert. Let's go. Well, anybody who spent any time amount of time with me knows that I'm in absolute slumper. I slump. Mm, I hunch. Sure. I'm, I'm, my posture's poor. I'm Jewish. These people were, I, I mean, they were sinking into their seats, mm. nodding off like, uh, like uh, how shall I describe it? Like those who are trapped in the black grip of Morpheus himself. Not the guy from the Matrix. Not oh, yeah. Um, there's a new Matrix in, like, out. Heroin, not the skin color of the black. Did you know Matrix. it? Matrix. I did see that. Well, I didn't see it, but I saw that that I think exists. I'm going to watch it this weekend. They're actually going to show it in court. Um, <laughs> they should give people something to watch. A couple other things. So, so, all right, so uh, what this could mean, what this could mean is, and I've heard all kinds of different things from all kinds of different people, veteran court reporters, people who should be on trial themselves, a woman who, no shit, Liz, I sound like I'm lying, looked like Woody Allen in Bananas if he did a woman's costume, mm, who okay. rolled up on a walker, told me that family court proved to her that the courts were satanic. And uh, wow, that's usually a, a kind of male type opinion. Yes, and that she said she w- she spends a lot of time at the courthouse, and I asked her why. She said because she's a s- becoming a sovereign citizen. She's seceding from the United States of America. Oh. She sounds like something a, like a left wing podcast host would make up. Interesting. Uh, and then she told me that uh, she can't tell, but she thinks Judge uh, Judge Allison Nathan is, uh, shall we say, playing with gender. And mm. I, and I she used so many euphemisms that I had to ask him like. Sorry, are you under the impression that Judge Allison Nathan is either gender neutral or transgender? And she sort of waffled on that a bit, and she says, "Yes, but no." I think she's a, she like can't tell if she's a woman or a man. I'm like, I think mm. she says short. She says short hair, yeah, on her head. Um, it also, was a, it's none of your business. Yeah, yeah. Mind your own bees- beeswax. This, this lady was an absolute truth. Everyone, I started talking to her, everyone else fled yeah, from the I, bench. What is the process for becoming a sovereign citizen? So I, I asked her that. She seemed to not have much of a clear idea, and it seems mm. like she hadn't gotten very far. Yeah. Um, and, there might uh, not be a process, is my guess, because it's not a thing. You can't, you can't do that. But yeah, legally speaking. Here's the deal. Sovereign citizens out there, I know we got we got some listening. If you want to secede from the US, this is what I was thinking, because I was reading my passport when I was bored the other day because I forgot a book. And uh like you know, how do you have your passport says, on you? I was you know I keep that fucking thing on. Oh me. my god, that's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous because you don't know where I'll fucking disappear no, off. You, to. Yeah, you're gonna drop it on the Haiti? corner of like first and third, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna lose it forever. For how could two numbers? Okay, that's crazy. Um, but she, yeah, I, you can just you can just actually give up your citizenship at the at the U.S. embassy in a foreign country. You're all good. You don't have to go to the courts here. Um, she it was later confirmed to me outside. I mean, I you know I agree the courts are satanic, but maybe in a different way than she does. Uh, 
What else happened? I spoke to Leah Safian today. Mm. Liz. Now, question. Did mm-hmm. you did you do what I asked? Well, so it was a little difficult. I'm down in Cafe Lorenzo. Oh, come on. You saw her at I'm, Lorenzo? Oh, she was she yeah, she I've seen her at Lorenzo. She she frequents she frequents. Yeah, her yeah, she's always down at Lorenzo. She does seem a, perhaps a cousin of the gourmand, if you know what I mean. Um I mean I'm in Lorenzo and there's these eclectic looking women discussing animatedly the uh, they were having some kind of height discourse in in terms of dating apps. Really? Talking about guys. Wait, yeah. Leah Safian was? No, no, no. Oh. A group of other other women, okay. including a sketch artist who was sort of just listening to them. Okay. Uh, I guess they were live streamers that were doing this. Mm. Or like they were they were lady bloggers. Typical bloggers. live stream talk. Well, they're saying that guys list their heights in their um, profiles. I don't know. I is, wouldn't know. I, w- I think yeah, there are some. I don't, know. I don't know. I think Young Chomsky. There's some that have them. On there, right? Yeah, but then on like like Tinder, you there's no field for it. But dudes will just be like, "I'm six foot, by the way." Oh, okay. And they'd be like, "I'm into golf and trading stocks." Six foot. <laughs> yeah, I think they're usually rounding up. Well, here's the deal. I I join in on this. I'm like, because I, I I didn't really I didn't know that people did this. I start talking to these broads. Uh, cause you know me, you listeners, you all know I'm five five one five two at <laughs> most. And, uh, you know, I'm looking up at them. They're sitting down. Uh, and and I go to Leia. And I'm like, you listening to this? I, like, I kind of, I'm like, are you hearing this? Because they're talking about going on dates with guys that are 5'2", who had said they were 5'9", which seems like a big difference to me. Yeah, that seems like something you wouldn't, that's a difference you'd notice. Yeah, exactly. And no. I'm like, Leia, you hear this? And she goes, "She go, you can't, listeners, you can't see this. But she goes, huh. Like, she kind of like gives me a shrug. I'm she like, shrugged at you? She shrugged, she, she shrugged like, it takes all kinds. And I'm like, oh. what a... Oh. I, and I, I said something else to her and she sort of like, I mean, she was mid-munch and she sort of... God, it's like the perfect opportunity for you right there to well, say, I know I agree it takes all kinds if you can clap, if you can clap it. Yes, I know. You can dance it. Well, this is the other thing. So then... then uh, you know, uh, Marlon walks in, and I, I he, I'm like, oh, we gotta talk to her because we were just talking about her, uh, and I'm, you know, so we sort of wait by the elevator. Uh, I'm waiting with Marlon Haley, waiting for Leah Safian to walk in, and uh, I can't remember, but some other jur- some journalist is in there, not other journalists, uh, some journalist is in there, and uh, he sort of says, I can't remember, he says something, maybe Marlon says to her, it's like, long day, huh? And she's like, really long. And uh, Marlon says, what if the trial just restarted every single day and it never ended? And she's like, <laughs> Groundhog Day. And then she waddles off. Um, I, I did get a selfie uh, behind her mm. uh, later in the day, which I felt was too gauche to post. Mm. Uh, yeah. One other bit of addendum is uh, Marlon and I spent quite a while talking to a pair of photographers, one who was at least seven feet tall and another who was maybe five one, and who made a cute little joke about it older that's new york nice. guys that's like twins yeah 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 and they, yeah it was they did a very and they were goofy guys too they were like um i don't know they like not ap but the equivalent photographers so mm. wire service photographers um and we uh the guy tells us the tall guy is like yeah i dated francis lear for three years which blew my mind 
Also, now looking at her age, she must have been really fucking old when he dated her. Because, yeah, she's 73. He was just said he was 60. Uh, and then the short guy starts talking to us about, you know, I can't remember. But he mentions, like, yeah, one time I was taking pictures of Jussie Smollett for uh, some magazine. And really? Jussie starts twerking. And, you know, he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He's doing some crazy stuff with some guys. I'm still taking pictures. And... uh Later, my editor calls me and he's like, where's the pictures of Justin? I'm like, I can't send you. He's twerking. And my editor's like, what What do you mean he's twerking? I want these pictures. And I tell my editor, he's twerking. He's a twerker. And he kept, he kept saying, he's a twerker to me. And he walked yeah, away. You're as- doing like mad Seinfeld vibes right now. It's like kind of killing me. That, that's what it was insane <laughs> he started retreating he's like and it almost sounded like he should he should append his sentence with the word jerry because he kept yeah. saying he's a twerker he's, he's a, twer- a twerker he's- jerry he's a twerker i'm busting jerry i'm busting and he's like fading down the hallway saying he's a twerker oh my um, god and uh yeah that was that was that was good you know what we should do an episode on jesse yeah, we should do a Jesse episode. We should do a Jesse episode. I think that, you know, we got the time. Yeah, we got the time. And, and you know frankly, what? The there's political a lot will. to say. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Liz, I, I'll say there's really only one word to say about Jesse Smollett. Innocent. Mm. Innocent. Innocent. I said it three times, but it's one yeah. word. <laughs> but I'll be real, ladies and gentlemen, that was it for the day. What really was Jesse's crime? Loving too much. Oh, sorry, Jesse's crime. Uh, trying to make it in America. <laughs> sorry, Jesse. He was Jesse's just crime. trying to put on a show, which is what America paid him for until they decided they didn't want him anymore. I'll be real. Jesse's crime was actually he. I guess wasn't good enough of an actor. Well, that was the whole thing, right? He got what was the show he was on? Grey's Anatomy, no, a- Empire, Empire, Grey's Anatomy. I knew it was like one of that the show, soap was like opera shows. Twenty years ago. No, no, right? dude, it's still on. Oh Jesus! No, it's yeah. I knew it was one of those like long running soap opera shows. I don't think it's like the fourth season, but yeah. Um, he was being written off, and he wanted to prove his chops, and like, yeah. Well, so he enacted this is this a is what very the dangerous said. real live performance. He's a performance artist, but I'm saying his performance wasn't convincing enough. No, what did we do? To- which is what we do to all great artists. We lock them up. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're going to do to Liz Franzak. I have called the police Aww. and you think told I'm a them. a great artist? Yes. Unfortunately, I've also told them that you've, you've threatened every German over something about your Western border, how it should be changed. Oh, my uh, God. I don't know about that. Uh, and that you're planning with a bunch of your friends on overrunning a radio station. Um, and so. Yeah, I don't know. The police will be at your house very soon, baby doll. Well, guys, before we sign off, because Brace is going to forget this. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you have anything else to say? I'm looking through my notes. There, nothing uh, happened. I wrote, uh, he's twerking. He's a twerker. Yeah, well, we covered that one. We covered. <laughs> I have a bunch of stuff I can't say, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're also, oh, oh, here's my, here's a little prediction, core prediction. There is, all right, so there is no court tomorrow, no court Friday, and we're returning on Monday. Okay? Mm-hmm. So fuck, freak off if you're planning on being like, where's the episode? What did I record about? That's Even your less note? court? 
No, I didn't write that down. I'm just oh saying. My God. That's off. That's off. Okay, that's can off I, the dome. Can I go now? Oh, yeah, sure. Listeners, our little gumshoes, I want to say, because as Brace uh, already yelled into the microphone, there is no court Thursday or Friday. We will be back Monday. But in between that is Christmas, and I want to wish you all a very happy, happy Christmas. And thank you all for listening. I want to actually say something just to one special listener out there. Oh, my God. You turned 60 on Saturday. So what? You know? The way that things are going now, with how good beet juice has gotten, with how great superfoods are for you, with the invention of acai, a lot of people live until they're 65, 66 years old. I know that things are getting you down right now. I know that you know, sometimes life can seem like it's just one endless disappointment after disappointment. I know that you've had a lot of men in your life. And frankly, you know, mea culpa, a lot of Jewish men in your life leave you. Just hang in there. No pun intended. Galani, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, because I do play this very loud outside of your jail most nights. Um, Liz wishes you a happy birthday, but I don't because I think you're a criminal. Oh my god. I'm Liz. My name is Brace, and I shall be enjoying this weekend a ham, Liz. And not just a ham, the ham. I'm eating. They're letting me eat the Manhattan pig. You are are the ham. No, Liz. I'm one with the ham. The moistness of my tongue. The dryness of my lips crackling against the skin, maple syrup dripping down my gullet like a, like a sappy tree pricked by a needle. Christmas is the most merry day of all for me. And we're produced by Young Chomsky. This has been Trunon. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>